from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. The Henrico Board of Supervisors and School Board meet for two hours to discuss budget issues and good news for graduating high school seniors. We'll have an update in today's Henrico News Minute about those topics and more. It's Thursday, March 18th, 2021, and it's brought to you today by Henrico County. And now for the news. The Henrico Board of Supervisors and School Board held a two-hour joint meeting yesterday as part of the Board of Supervisors week-long budget review and seemed to emerge in harmony about the future and direction of the school system just two days after some supervisors had expressed frustration that they don't hold any direct oversight powers over the school system. Yesterday's discussion focused largely on the topics of equity and achievement. Verina District Supervisor Tyro Nelson raised the issue as he has done regularly in years past during similar sessions. He wondered out loud what more supervisors could do to help the system address the reality that Fairfield and Verina District schools, whose students are largely black, generally lag in achievement levels behind their West End counterparts where student populations are predominantly white. Nelson and three other supervisors on Monday had lamented that short of cutting funding to the school board, they had no recourse for addressing achievement issues or other shortcomings that they see in the school system, though they didn't identify specific issues at the time. During a 10-minute narrative Wednesday, Nelson said he believes the school board is working hard to address those achievement gaps, but said he's still concerned that the schools with the lowest standardized test scores generally are in the two Eastern Henrico districts. No one is going to be, no one is going to say kids in the eastern part of the county can't learn. But I don't think any of you all are going to say that, right? But there are gaps. Superintendent Amy Cashwell told Nelson that she and school leaders are just as determined to fix those gaps, but said that there are some inherent challenges that require special focus. I would argue at all of our schools, um, and particularly in many of the schools that are near and dear to you and sit in your district, the challenges go beyond the academic. She added that the needs that students bring into the classroom vary greatly compared to those of 10 or 15 years ago. Fairfield District Supervisor Frank Thornton said that while racial equity is worthy of examination, he'd like to focus the discussion more on social class equities and what impact economic status of families has on their students' abilities to learn and achieve. Also during yesterday's session, Tuckahoe District Supervisor Pat O'Bannon asked Cashwell whether she expects virtual learning to remain a staple of the school system's offerings, and Cashwell's simple answer was yes. Leaders are planning to offer a limited number of fully virtual seats for students expected to begin in the fall, according to Cashwell, and they view the concept as being similar to a specialty center. She said, quote, you're opting into an experience that's different, end quote. In such a structure, students and teachers would be fully virtual all year long, meaning teachers would not have to teach in-person and virtual students simultaneously, as many at the elementary school and some at the secondary school level are having to do now. Any students who chose that fully virtual option would still count as Henrico School students, and as such, they would count for state funding purposes as well. The state funds each school district on a per-pupil basis based upon its annual daily membership. 
You can read much more of my complete coverage from yesterday's meeting at HenricoCitizen.com by clicking on News and Education. The mother of Henrico High School senior football player Samar Lemons, who suffered a broken neck on Friday night during a game against Freeman High School, reported yesterday that he has been moving his arms a little bit in the hospital. Dana Armstead Guy posted, quote, keep believing and keep praying, end quote, on the GoFundMe page that she established Sunday night to help fund Lemons' anticipated medical bills. An event Wednesday to encourage a thousand donations of $17 apiece on March 17th in honor of Lemons, who wore number 17 on the field, helped increase the total collections to more than $88,500 as of late last night. The campaign's total goal was $100,000. Donations of all amounts have been pouring in since Sunday night from friends, family, teachers, opposing players and programs, including a number from the Freeman community as well as Henrico High School alumni and strangers alike. One donor wrote, quote, Even though I don't know this young man, my heart goes out to him and his family. He certainly seems like a good young man with determination. I know he will get through this, end quote. Some good news yesterday for Henrico County's class of 2021. Henrico County Public Schools announced that it is planning to hold outdoor in-person graduation exercises in June for the graduating class and will adopt all requirements for in-person graduations that are being laid out by Governor Ralph Northam. He released preliminary guidance yesterday for an expected April 1st update to an executive order that deals with safety measures during the pandemic. And that update indicates that in-person graduations will be allowed in Virginia if school divisions meet a series of safety requirements. Those Events held outdoors will be capped at 5,000 people or 30% of the venue capacity, whichever is less. Indoor graduation events could include up to 500 people or 30% of the venue capacity, whichever is less. Superintendent Amy Cashwell said that while the school system is not quite ready to announce a location or details for its graduation plans, those should be ready within the coming weeks for high school seniors and their families. The Virginia Department of Health yesterday announced that the federal retail pharmacy partner pharmacies statewide will expand within Phase 1B of the COVID-19 vaccination process to offer vaccines to people 16 to 64 with pre-existing conditions as well as all other frontline essential workers in the phase. Now, locally, the Richmond and Henrico Health Districts had expanded to all of Phase 1B beginning last week, but the partner pharmacies statewide were still handling just seniors. If you're interested in being vaccinated at a participating pharmacy, visit vaccinefinder.org to find eligible locations, hours, and phone numbers, as well as scheduling links. You can also pre-register for a vaccine if you haven't already done so through the state at vaccinate.virginia.gov or by calling 877 V-A-X-N-V-A. Every week we bring you a sampling of local property transactions from the county. If you would like to view this week's edition, you can check us out on HenricoCitizen.com by clicking under News and then Property Transactions. Today's Henrico News Minute has been brought to you by Henrico County's COVID-19 Emergency Rental Assistance, providing 
assistance for those who've experienced economic impact related to the virus, such as job loss or furlough. Applications are available at henrico.us backslash DSS or by calling 501-5294.